It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Welcome to Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield with Dr. Stephen Hotsi, founder of the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. And today we have got a special guest dealing with something that we don't talk about very often, but addiction. And a lot of people feel like they're trapped, they have no way out, and maybe the first thing they think of is AA. But there are other solutions out there, aren't there, Dr. Hotsi? Thank you, Stacey, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. You know, I do believe that you and everyone needs to have a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you have energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. So I'm glad that you tuned in today because we're going to talk to you about a problem that can be corrected and solved very straightforwardly and a problem that every one of you uh, know someone who has this problem. We're going to talk about addictions and we're going to talk about addiction solutions. We're talking about misuse or abuse of alcohol, pharmaceutical drugs, or street drugs. And all of us know someone who's had problems with these drugs that have adversely affected their business life and have adversely affected their family life and their personal life. And there are two solutions to this problem. Most everyone here is knows about the disease model uh, where you go to treatment centers and or to AA meetings or you're treated with pharmaceutical drugs and you go through therapy for the rest of your life. But there's another model called the freedom model where you take personal responsibility for your life, where you don't see yourself as a diseased, uh, afflicted individual, but an individual with free will and, and uh, moral autonomy and the ability to make personal choices and take personal responsibility for your actions. I want to introduce to you a good friend of mine, Mark Sheeran. Mark Sheeran hails from Amsterdam, New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which is upstate New York, uh, just east of Albany, New York, about uh, 20 to 30 miles. And he founded... In 1989, the same year I founded the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center, he founded the Freedom Model. And the Freedom Model is an alternative way of looking at addiction and providing solutions for addiction. So, Mark, without further ado, I'd like you to uh, explain to us. And by the way, at his center, they have treated over 20,000 individuals in the last 30 years and helped them overcome their addictions in a manner in which they took personal responsibility for their actions and didn't have to go through a whole series of treatment centers and lifelong therapy. So, Mark, explain to us uh, your background. What, how'd you end up getting sure. into this line of work? And tell us about the Freedom Model. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on the show. You bet. Um, hi, everyone. So, uh, when I was a young man, I had a drinking and drugging problem, uh, very severe. And at 18 years old, I had a a pretty significant car accident, and uh, I had almost uh, killed some of my buddies, and I, I got in a lot of trouble, and then I was pushed into treatment, um, which is a, a common experience for people. You know, they, they get themselves into a, a pickle, and then it's either prison or, or treatment. I chose treatment, and then I just had a bad experience at treatment. I was told that I was this hapless victim, and I come from a family where 
the idea that you're a victim is not tolerated. I come from a very um, old school German immigrant family, and it 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 was a, in conflict with my values. And so I said to myself, I'm not going to accept that I'm going to be this broken person for the rest of my life. There's no way I'm doing it. And and it didn't make logical sense. I knew the difference between disease and a behavior, you know, a mental, mindful behavior. And I said to myself, even then, I said, I'm, I'm going to find a better way for people. So I met a career researcher. His name is Jerry Brown. And he was doing a study on why people in Alcoholics Anonymous weren't successful. And, and I said, well, I'm interested in that too, you know. And so I made the choice to become his research assistant. And over the following 12 years, we designed the Freedom Model and started helping people. And we, the thread that made us much more successful than any other program in the world was that we told people they could recover completely and move on with their lives, which was a novel idea in the treatment industry. Nobody will say that. They'll never say that you can move on. They'll say you have to be in recovery. You have to go to meetings. You have to immerse yourself in therapy. You have to have a trigger-free life, whatever that means, um, and that you have to acquiesce your, your strength to this disease. And um, that's simply a, a lot of misinformation. So, so yeah. We've been very successful at helping people uh, find that they can move on, and they do that through personal responsibility, but also the pursuit of happiness. People are motivated by positivity. They're not motivated by consequences for very long. That's, uh, it just doesn't work well with humans. So uh, we put all these pieces together over the course of about 12 years, and then we fine-tuned it for another you know, 20 years. And then we wrote the book The Freedom Model, which has taken the world by storm. And we have the retreat, and we have a, a distance learning model that we've been doing for eight years. Okay, so when you at your center and you've yes. treated over over the last thirty years in person, and I guess by uh, virtual means over the over uh, the internet, you've treated individuals over twenty thousand individuals who have had addiction. Uh, diagnosed with addiction problems. Correct. Now, in your model, we don't, you don't really consider it an addiction problem, right? Well, uh, yes. We, addiction is, is defined as a compelled behavior, right? Beyond your will. So if I were to say, does addiction exist as a compelled behavior that there's some force that is driving you past your free will? No. I don't believe that because there isn't a shred of evidence that says that people are compelled to use. They do priming dose studies. There's all these studies um, for the last 50 years that shows that people, if they, they would experiment with people and give them alcohol without their knowledge, you know, hardcore drinkers, right. and they wouldn't crave. Right? So in, in the two models, and I want to be clear on this, the mm-hmm. two models. One is a disease model that you're afflicted by an outside force yes. over which you have no control, and the only way that you can control it is to be in you know, meetings regularly, treatment centers regularly, maybe be on alternative medications instead of t- drinking alcohol. Now you're taking uh, Xanax or some uh, benzodiazepine, some anti-anxiety drug, some antidepressant. You're, <coughs> you're treated that way, uh, and... Your whole life, and then you have to remove yourself from so-called triggers, whatever that is, and you spend your whole life 
as a diseased individual. And that's the way you see yourself. As a matter of fact, folks, I know this from a friend who's attended AA. He told me at the AA meetings, they have to announce their name and they say their name. I'm Bob Jones and I'm an alcoholic. Apparently, everybody that introduces himself at every meeting says, I'm an alcoholic. And, you know, if you keep telling yourself you're an alcoholic, you're definitely going to be an alcoholic. That's right. And, and so it's it's a way to, uh, I guess, keep people in, in the movement, in the AA movement. And I don't want to say nobody's had any benefits going to AA, but apparently, at least from the studies that I've read and what, from what you've introduced, it's at a very small percent of people that go to AA stick. What percent uh, yeah, would that yeah, be? Yeah, it's 5%. 5% of the people. So if you have 100 people go to AA within 30 days, 95% are never going to go again. So What so, happens to those 95% of the people? They fall back into their habits. Well, not presumably. all of them. Yeah, well, that's what AA says. Right. right? AA says they all are going out. Okay. That's the term. They're all going out. Right. And But the reality is we know that when you factor in age, and it doesn't matter how severe your habit is, 89.1% uh, of uh, drinkers, heavy drinkers, will moderate, 50% will moderate to non-problematic levels, and the other percentage will abstain for the rest of their lives. So people get over this problem. If you leave them alone and you let them problem solve, as we, as we age, we, we age in wisdom. Our preferences naturally change. You don't like the same things you liked when you were 10 years old, right? right? Why would alcohol, the preference for alcohol, be any different? Why would we why would we tell people you will always love to get high? That doesn't make any sense. But, but when we tell people this, they get into a recovery community. We tell them to identify as a person in recovery. It ties them back to their past, and their preference doesn't naturally change. Then they're in the recovery trap. And that is why addiction, seen as a compelled behavior, coupled with recovery that says it's unending, you'll always crave, is a trap. And it's a system that keeps them mired for a lifetime. And it's a money-making system because oh, the yeah. insurance companies pay for this and the treatment centers cost literally tens of thousands of dollars on a monthly basis, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 on a monthly That's basis. Right. Plus the pharmaceutical industry makes a ton of money off yeah. this. And the psychiatrists make a ton of or the psychologists make a ton of money off this. It just keeps people in a circle of illness, just like they do on, you know, it's, it's the pharmaceutical industry's model. That's right. On mental health and on physical health, they don't want you to get well. They want you to remain a cash cow, and you've got to remain sick. So they simply medicate or mask your symptoms with pharmaceutical drugs. Right. So what percent of the of the individuals that come to you uh, for help have been to some form of treatment center? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Eighty percent have been to one or more, and I've had people that have gone to more than twenty. Right. And that's not dissimilar to what we see here at the OC Health and Wellness that's Center. That's right. People come in here, they've seen conventional doctors over the last 10 or 15 years, five, 10 doctors, you know, trying to get help. And they finally come in here as a last resort. <coughs> Excuse me. They finally come in here to the OC Health and Wellness Center as a last resort. And I'm sure it's probably the same with the St. Jude Retreat Center or with the Freedom Model. I'm sure you're oftentimes a last resort. We are. In some cases, it's funny because we get we get a wide spectrum. Now that the book is out, we're seeing that people are they've they've just touched the rehab system and they go, "Ooh, that's prickly. I I don't like that. I don't want to be in recovery the rest of my life. I don't want that." And then they find us, which is wonderful because we just averted maybe ten or twenty years of misinformation that's going to kill them. Um, 
So we see that. And then we have the people that have been to one or more rehab. They hated it. And they said, this doesn't make sense. But then we do. We get the people that have been to eight rehabs, nine rehabs, and 20 rehabs, right? Because they had enough money and they come from an affluent background or whatever it might be. And in those situations, um, I, I need usually at least three to four weeks to undo all that mythology that they've learned. And but but it's here's here's what's remarkable. The truth is so self-evident. The people know when I say in, in my first class, I say, do you choose to drink? And they go, yeah. And I go, then why can't you choose not to? You know, they kind of look around because I have a disease. And then then I know, then I know, okay, we got to deal with that, that myth, because it is absolutely 100% a myth. It's made up. It was made up by Bill Wilson in 1934 when he came up with the idea. There were some other people in history that kind of dabbled with the idea and he mainstreamed it. He mainstreamed it. So in 1951, when health insurance was just getting on the scene in America, they could medicalize it, get a diagnostic code, and it is now a $40 billion industry. That's what this is about. It's about money, and these people are just a cog in that wheel. And as we've said here at the Ho Chi Health and Wellness Center, you and you alone are in charge of your health. Your doctor, the government, insurance companies, even your spouse. Nobody's in charge of your health but yourself. That goes for your spiritual health, mental health, physical health. And we get you on a path of health and wellness here nationally. And what I wanted to be able to do learning about Mark's program and what he does, we have built an affiliate relationship with uh, the St. Jude Retreat Center with the Freedom Model so that we were able to offer online services that Mark provides. uh, And he has classes, you know, online. Some of them are pre-taped. You can have personal counseling with Mark or one of the other uh, Freedom Model programs. principles there at uh, the St. Jude Center online. You can have that, or you could decide you want to travel to New York and go to the treatment center and be there in a, in a personal basis. And so it's a beautiful center they have up in the hills up in, uh, up in uh, northern New York, beautiful, right off the Hudson River. And he's got a great center there, and it's uh, on tons of acres, and it's, it, it's beautiful. And he provides the, the help that you may need. So that's why I brought Mark down here. I wanted you to understand that for those of you that may have a problem that you consider you're addicted to a substance, maybe it's a prescribed drug you become addicted to over the years. We see that very commonly. It may be alcohol. Maybe you have your prescribed drugs and you're drinking glasses of wine or cocktails every night. And that's kind of your existence. And you know that it's adversely affecting your life. Or maybe you have kids or other family members or you have friends that have had problems that have adversely affected their life. Here's an alternative approach to dealing with those problems that makes sense to me because it's based on personal responsibility. And I am not one who believes in the disease model of psychiatry. Psychiatry believes on a disease model. People are afflicted with diseases. I don't buy that. I believe everybody has, God's given everybody a mind, given everybody free will, and each one of us has the opportunity to make choices in our life, and those choices lead to certain results for which we're responsible. So when we're dealing with the misuse or abuse of drugs, whether they're prescribed or or street drugs, or whether there's a misuse or abuse of alcohol, 
we have a choice. We can either blame it on somebody else, an outside disease, and be struggling the rest of our lives, which you probably have people that you know have done that, or you can take responsibility for your actions and re-educate your mind to realize that, hey, I'm responsible for this, and I'm going to have to make a change. If I want to, and, would I, and you ask yourself the question, would I be better off if I keep drinking, creating all these problems in my life and with my family and with my business, or would I be better off if I either abstained or dramatically moderated what I'm doing? Right. And and what, what, is it, which one is going to give me the best results in my life? I, can I jump in right sure. there? Because, because you brought up something that's really important, and that is in treatment you're told you, the, the whole premise is this negative idea that if you continue to drink and drug, you're going to end up in jails, institutions, or death. Humans are not motivated by negative factors like that. They will be for a little while. It might change the trajectory of your life a little bit, but you'll always return to what you believe are the benefits of use. So the question becomes, would you find it more beneficial to moderate? Would you find it more beneficial to abstain? Or would you find it more beneficial to continue the use? Now, when, when, you, when you frame it as a benefits-to-benefits analysis instead of a benefits to consequences analysis, you're using the natural motivation of humans, which is the pursuit of happiness, which, as you know, you've read the book, <laughs> is one of the one of the three legs of the freedom model, along with autonomy and free will. So, uh, yeah. And I just want to say briefly for the, for the people out there, uh, we do we have the online program, which is 12 classes, one on one sessions. And it'd be just like this over over Zoom. Um, and it's 12 class series, and you go through the whole curriculum and the retreat. If you need the crazy to stop, that's what I tell people. If you need your life to just stop and get away, and you need a break in the cycle, come to the retreat, and um, yeah, you, you can you can move on from this. So, how would someone get in touch with you? What is what's the best way to contact you or your organization? Well, if you want to call me direct or Michelle direct, it would be eight eight eight. Four two four, two six two six. Okay, and we'll put that on the screen, and make sure you can just look on the screen. And what would be? Is there a website? Yeah, there's two websites. If you want to come to the retreat, it would be soberforever.net. That's one word: soberforever.net. Or if you want to know about all our products and services and the book, go to thefreedommodel.org. The freedom model. The freedom model org. Now. I know this, that you have quite a few YouTubes. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. how would they find you on YouTube? What the, would they? The channel is The Freedom Model. Okay, go to The Freedom Model on YouTube, and you can listen to Mark and Michelle and Steve and, mm-hmm. and uh, understand what they have to offer you if you or, you or someone you know or love has an addiction problem, uh, misuse or abuse problem of pharmaceutical drugs, or uh, street drugs or alcohol, go take a listen to this because I think this is going to give you a tremendous amount of hope that yeah. these problems can be solved and you can yeah. get your life back. And we want to be able to encourage you to do that uh, here at the Health and Wellness Center. We're glad that we have a relationship with Mark Sheeran and his organization, the Freedom Model, to be able to provide that for you. So thank you for joining us today. And Mark, thank you so much. Thanks for having Appreciate me. what you've done. Yes. Thank you. Please don't hesitate to give us a call if we can help you get on a path of health and wellness here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. God bless you now, and thank each one of you for joining us. Take care, everybody. And if you would like a complimentary copy of the Freedom Model, then all you have to do is give us a call at 
698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. Thank you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.